They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Another episode of the Juan on Juan on Sack podcast. I'm gonna change the fucking name. The Balls on Balls podcast. (laughs) Today we have a special guest with us. All my all my guests are special. Well, this one's extra special. We got Daniel with us once again for what the third, fourth, fifth time. I don't. I I think it's like the fourth time. If I I I forgot already, but yeah, one of those times. Yeah, one of those times. And oh, we were just talking about how it always seems that some either some political unrest or some crazy (laughs) false flag event is happening every time we do a podcast episode. And and dude, I want to get I want to get straight to the point with you. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you a question that I've been thinking a lot about lately. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can answer it. If you don't feel comfortable, ask, you know, answering it, that's fine. But I oh, need go, to know. Go for it. You know, know me, man. You I know me. I'm fine truth. with anything. Listen, listen to me. This is serious stuff. All right, Daniel. <laughs> All right. This is serious stuff. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm not. I'm not. Listen. Is, and this is going to be crazy, bro. Go for is it. Is Nicolas Cage part of the child pedophile ring? That is a very tough question that i don't know if i want the answer to bro <laughs> i really don't know if i want the answer to that question i've been on the oh, spree of man. watching nicholas cage movies bro <laughs> and i i just he's such he's such a great actor you know what he's i mean a, he's, he's such a, a great actor he's a character in all his stuff it's amazing i don't you remember how we saw uh color out of space yeah um there's a moment uh, you ever heard of his movie Vampire's Kiss, where he acts like a vampire and all that stuff? No, bro. Oh, I'm sure it's God. fucking great. It's one, of, it's one of his. It's one of the. I don't know if you've ever searched up like his scenes and the stuff that he's known for for like his overacting and whatnot. That's a movie. Vampire's <laughs> Kiss is a movie where he's straight up like, I never misfile anything, not one time. A B C D E. Oh, that's that meme. 
that that's, meme. Yeah, that's a meme. The one where he's like, where he does the crazy eyes. Yeah, and that's where that movie is from. That's that movie, Vampire's Kiss. And in that movie, he talks with like a little bit of, of a flow of like this, blah blah blah. And in Color Out of Space, I found this out through an interview he did. He said that the, that he is related. He based that character in Color Out of Space. He, like he says, oh, because Dad never said that. Dad said, oh, I did a blah, blah. He did that character as if it was the son of another character that he played as. Get the from- fuck <laughs> out of here, bro. <laughs> he said, bro. He said it with a straight face, and like the guy interviewing him was like, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, my mind is blown right now, and I'm like, this guy doesn't know Nick Cage movies. Oh my god, I would have, I would have. He's like, done a lot, bro. He's but he's done a lot because he's in debt, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done a lot because he's been in debt. He's got like I don't know how many houses. He's got like he got married and divorced within like the same day or like a day or two. I don't remember the story. That guy's life is insane, dude. Have you seen the latest one, Pig? Yeah, have you seen that one yet? I have not seen Pig. That one's queued up, and I have to see it at some point. I've just been working too much, bro. There's barely enough time in the day to just sit down and watch a Nick Cage movie. Those were the good days, damn it. Just <laughs> what what kind of shit show did he make this time? Click. <laughs> Let's see here. How many how many movies has he in? Movies amount. Let's see. <clears throat> uh, over a hundred movies, bro. Bro. Over a hundred. That's a that's a lot of movies. <laughs> but then he was out buying dumb ass shit. <clears throat> Let's see yeah. his net worth. He was this, did he buy like he bought like an Egyptian a soft uh, uh sarc uh, yeah sarc sarc fucking an Egyptian esophagus if I, if I blow into this uh, esophagus <laughs> look at this hear what he sounds like <laughs> holy shit now worth around twenty five million as of May twenty seventeen yeah. Cage is reportedly taking film roles left and right in order to pay off his <laughs> remaining debts <clears throat> so. If we look right here on his IMDb page, he still has an untitled Joe Exotic project, right? Oh, He's God. Got another untitled uh, Nicolas Cage Amazon Studios project that got announced called apparently Lord H- High Fire, whatever that is. What? And um, another one called Retirement Plan and Butcher's Crossing, which is in pre production and post production as we speak. Oh, it's this based on a book. Done- the High Fire is based on a book. Okay, gotcha. This Looks guy's been in so much stuff, bro. Like just scrolling down and seeing everything, I'm like, uh, I I know of a few movies here and there. Left Behind, Outcast. I remember watching Joe was actually a good movie to watch. Oh, it's gonna be a TV series, bro. The High Fire, the High Fire one. Yeah, yep. it's gonna be voice acting. Yeah, no, this guy's done so much stuff, bro. I don't know. He's like one of those actors. That as much as you see him in like some piss poor projects, there's there's a couple in there. There's like diamonds in the rough where you just go, no way, he made that. That's awesome. I think I'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> it. I th- I think, dude, over a hundred movies. You're gonna tell me, well, may, okay, okay. There, there, this can go either or. This this can go either way. I <laughs> right, I think right. maybe the reason he's been in so many movies is maybe because he doesn't want to go into that world right into the world of the the elites if you know what i mean right and oh, that's why he's, know you know what i mean like that's why he's, or else he would have the role that's gonna make him and like that that'll be all he's known for right 
I think it's weird because in that world, right? Like once you get that Academy Award or you've made it to like the top of the mountain, at that point, it's like you could pretty much do whatever. And most of the time, what actors do is that they end up directing projects. They become producers. They end up becoming more behind the scenes people than they are on set. But what's funny about Nick Cage is that he doesn't really like playing that role. He just wants to keep doing <laughs> movies and doing movies to no end. So you're like, damn, dude, what else? Uh, what else are you gonna do, bro? Like, like, but it's different with Nick Cage because if you look at someone like, let's say, Steven Seagal, right? Steven Seagal was like prominent in the, like the early '90s. He had his few movies that were pretty good, Under Siege, Hard to Kill, or whatever. But after that, like he just hit a lull, and like that's where he's been the rest of the time. Like he came out with a few movies recently where all he's doing is just standing there. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna break your fucking neck," and then he just he just does that shit and whatever. But he doesn't do any action moves or nothing. He's just there. Whereas Nick Cage is busting his ass. Trying to make a, a a fucking piss poor movie, somewhat <laughs> legible and good to watch. Like, it's incredible, dude. Nick Cage is a, is a workhorse, and I don't know. It's it's it is for the debt. I will say that, but <laughs> he keeps it going. If I he's still worth twenty five million, right? You said twenty five million. That's as as of twenty seventeen. So damn, that was some years yeah. back. But yeah, supposedly nah. he blew one hundred and fifty mil. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> bro, 150 million. Like, what would you do with that money, bro? What 150 million? I wouldn't be right. doing this fucking podcast. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be chilling, about, bro. It's like how about you interview let's, me? Let's <laughs> right? let's get in let's get into it. And uh, I don't know if you want to plug your socials before for the three people listening to this fucking shit. Uh, you right, can plug right. your socials in so people can find it. I'll put, right, put right. those in so, the show notes. So if you want to find me anywhere, it's or book at, you for a music gig here in Florida, bro. Right, exactly. Yeah, at Daniel Rockstar. That's Daniel R C K S T R. You can find me anywhere. I've done Twitch streams. I've done podcasts. I've done multitude of things. It's just responsibilities get in the way, and I hate that sometimes, bro. Don't you hate that sometimes? Where you're like, yo, I got to do this, and then it's like, crap, you got like this to do and this to do there's not enough hours in the day bro working a full-time job and doing stuff like outside of here it's like oh it's such a demanding role but then again i'm the type of person that takes on too many projects bro like i'm not gonna lie i take on yeah. way too much shit <laughs> i have i have a problem with hyperfixation. Yeah. i really do and dude I, I totally get you bro i've i've i stopped this podcast for seven months uh mm -hmm. because of obviously life got in the way yeah and uh, what was I gonna say? What what really what re what's that one thing in, in Family Guy? What really grinds my gears? What really what, grinds my gears? Yeah. What really grinds my gears is that check this out. I just came across mm -hmm. this on Reddit. <laughs> you can't. You really can't make this shit up, bro. You can't. Oh no. The leader of the Taliban oh, has a Twitter go. account, and the former president of the United States does not. How does how does that make you feel? How Are we in a simulation happen? or what? Okay, so because we've already mentioned it earlier, like how these historical events just tend to happen whenever we decide to do an episode. Um, like the last one I remember we did was was the whole thing after Trump, though in January, I think it was. Um, because we just talked about everything and <laughs> just the shit show that we happened. Just went like this and, fucking rabbit hole of yeah of and, politics. And, yeah, and then and and what's interesting now is like 
not only are you just seeing this happening in Afghanistan, you like taking my perspective, for example, and, and mind you, like I could go into this like fully in depth, but just to kind of leave it short and sweet, like in Colombia, there's been an uproar of, mm-hmm. of the government wanting, you know, the people wanting the government to be replaced. It's looking like it's going towards communism. It's looking like they're trying like to do Columbia? some revolution. Yeah, dude. Really? It's not being reported on. My parents went back in around um, like cl- close to like May and they were there for a month. And in that month that they were there, the country went into lockdown, not only because of COVID, but they wanted to pass some laws that were apparently raising the taxes. They weren't stopping collecting money from the people and people weren't working because everybody had these restrictions and all these zones and all this stuff. And you know, uh, people just felt like they were tired. They were tired and there was an uproar and there were protests. There was a lot of burnings, a lot of stuff going on over there. And a lot of people just, you know, got tired, got out of the house, went to protest. My parents had to like reschedule their flight back because of how bad things got. A lot of people were looking to get out of the country and a lot of people were just trying to just start some shit you know just burning like burning property and everything have you listened to the one of the latest episodes Uh, i listened to joe rogan less now but have Mm -hmm. you listened to one of his latest episodes the one with the with the little korean i've seen clips here and there i haven't her name something april or something like that the the last couple i've checked out from joe rogan was the one we had uh dave Chappelle and quentin tarantino those (laughs) two were my favorites it's been a minute it's been a minute yeah the the whole thing with her was, and I, and honestly, bro, I think it's probably, if not his best episode, aside from the Alex Jones ones, which are always going to be number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably up there. It's like probably top five best episodes that he's done. And what she does is she goes into depth in North Korea, what's actually happening there. And it's pretty much a genocide. And I've done mm-hmm. episodes on North Korea on Strange Ones with my buddy Tom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all jokes and shit because we more like a comedy conspiracy yeah, podcast yeah, type of yeah. thing but this is real this is mm-hmm. real and there is what pisses me off about people here in the states when they talk about oppression and they talk about how how they they feel targeted and all this shit there's actual places where there's actual real oppression where the right. government will literally there is no protesting there is no speaking your mind you're you do as you're told and you like it and there's mm-hmm. actually people who experience that every day and then People come here and because the president tweeted something that made my nipples hurt, uh, 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 you know, the cancel culture, this can, there is no right. fucking such thing on these other places that people have no say to what happens to them or they have no control and people take for advantage, you know, they take for advantage uh, our, our, this democracy that we live in and the, and the beautiful country that we do live in aside from all the bullshit that's going on right now. And that's why with the whole COVID and all this other bullshit, that's fine. You know, it's a real thing. Don't get me wrong. I know people who have gone to the hospital. I know a lot of people who have died from COVID. It's a real thing. I'm not an Mm anti-vaxxer. I'm anti-mandate. Don't be fucking forcing things on people. To, to, for what? Oh, because if you're so fucking concerned that you're going to get a virus that you're vaccinated against, you're concerned about getting it from me. Aren't you vaccinated for the virus to be? 
You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. What's the point? Yeah. So I, I asked somebody, right? Yeah. I said, because they were, they were bringing up being vaccinated and how we're going to, you know, they're talking about needing vaccine, uh, vaccine mm-hmm. uh, reports for uh, going interstate right here in the yeah. U.S. Right? I, didn't know, I didn't know this was Schindler's List all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so they're like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, I have no problem because I'm vaccinated. And I'm like they're making people feel like this is a, a like a, a you're a hero for getting right vaccinated. like you're, you're I'm, better, you're, I'm, I'm better, better than, than you, you yeah because i'm vaccinated it's like whoa i said i said i responded to the person i said do you know what it feels like to be a lab rat i'm, I'm sorry you do know what it feels like to be a lab rat because right by the way the actual term for it is is immunity booster it's not a vaccine because it's not it's, fda yeah. approved okay it's not. so it's not. excuse me while i whip out this long ass list of things i don't trust the government with mm-hmm. because they also brought up the fact that i took vaccines when i was a when i was a kid pretty much i go i had, yeah. I had no choice but i yeah, have exactly. freedom of choice now and guess what dude did you see that that report in australia they're gonna vax they're gonna vaccinate 24 i saw you posted kids. about that yeah yeah Without their parents being able to be there, how creepy is that shit? It, it, it just—it's bad optics. It, it looks like something that—it's not a good without, look. Tell you it's that not much. a good look. And, and so, taking it step by step, right? For me, I can understand where I've had many conversations with people about why either they don't want to take the vaccine. I took the vaccine, um, but God, one I'm of gonna, the biggest, listen, Daniel, listen, listen, when you guys become. Fucking lizards. zombies, <laughs> fucking reptiles, or lizards, or whatever the fuck you're gonna become. I'll Listen. make sure to personally go to your house and put you so. out of your fucking misery. <laughs> Have you, dude? You're a movie. Listen. You're a movie buff. Have you? Do you yeah. not remember the the plot to I Am of, Legend? Of course, oh, I Am Legend. Of course. Oh, so <laughs> shut the podcast off right now. <laughs> Thank you guys. See you next time. <laughs> no, so so my dilemma in all this, right? Is that I'm still living with my family, with yeah. my folks. They're in their mid sixties. They have their health conditions, you know, high blood pressure. Uh, my mom has that hereditary trait of like diabetes and stuff like that. And you know, they, my dad has he had a stroke in like early 2013, and you, you know, there's plenty of things there that had me very unsure and throughout 2020 i wasn't able to do much at all like i used to do music gigs i used to go out with people i used to do so many things and then i was practically just homebody and then go to work back home work back home and a lot of the the trouble i was having was even if i do go out right because for us younger folk it's like we can at least kind of fight it a bit you know what i mean like we're not gonna be at at a worse odds right but for my folks i was really worried and they ended up agreeing to take the vaccine and then they asked me what did you want to do me and my conscience and the way that i look at things it's not a matter of religion it's not a matter of like what like how, how do i say this like it's it's just that that bit of me where i was like if something happens right you know, God forbid something happens and, and like I get it and doesn't hit me that bad. But then one of them gets it. You know what I mean? Like and the worst comes to happen. That's where 
to me at that point, I don't know how I would come to feel about that. And I know I'm just getting like real deep about it right now, but like, it's just, that's the part that sucks, right? Like if I was living on my own, if I was like doing my own thing, I was very doubtful about it, especially the day that I went to get the first dose, because it literally outlines for you, like in seven different pages, it says, this has not been approved by the FDA. And that was my biggest problem with this from the beginning. Imagine because the I shit felt that like, they approve is already bad enough as is. It, yeah. Imagine so it's some like, shit that they haven't approved. It, yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I mean. And it's like, you know, they're, they're mass producing it, putting it out there. And a lot of people, I felt like if this was something approved, right, and this was something that was going to come out anyway, then and just put the seal of approval on it and a lot of people would have been like you know what it's an option right but we're not gonna politicize it we're not gonna do this we're gonna do that but they end up weaponizing the whole thing baby we did we did all that shit and more we did all that shit and more we did all that shit and more and 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 and, and, dude and i get you right i get you because my dad had, had my dad had a heart attack uh, mm-hmm. uh, seven months ago, eight months ago. So yeah. my dad has MS. My dad's diabetic. My dad's all fucked up, right? Yeah. And I get yeah. you. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I don't live with him, and I but I do go visit him. Yeah. Hey, he he got the vaccine because his doctor said if you get COVID, you're gonna die. That's what the, his doctor said. If you get COVID, you're gonna die. Right. So guess what? He's post heart attack. Hmm. If right now, if you have some sort of cancer, right, may Nicolas Cage, you know, pro pro prohibit that, right? Because right, yeah. all hail fucking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, so, yeah. <laughs> so if you have some sort of cancer, right, and it's right. terminal, and obviously yeah. we all know that even money can't buy you life because what was the dude's name from Apple? Was it uh, Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, he yeah. He died yeah. of cancer, brother. <laughs> One of the richest men in the world died of cancer. Even yeah. money couldn't save him, right? Money couldn't save him, no. So... Right now, if you have some sort of terminal illness and and there is nothing, absolutely nothing else you can do, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna if they tell me, hey, you have a fifty percent chance of when you take when you eat uh, cow shit, you're gonna get you might get rid of your cancer. Right. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm probably gonna eat cow shit. Right. If I have yeah, no that's... other choice, I'm just gonna try. Yeah. I don't want to get into the whole metrics and all that shit, but it's got a very high survivability rate. Right. For healthy yeah. people. People yeah. who aren't, you know, who don't have underlying underlying conditions, it's got a higher rate. So, mm-hmm. what I think is, what I've talked about before on my podcasts, it's called mimetic occultism, and what they do is they use propaganda. Mm-hmm. They use propaganda to speak to people's soul in a deeper way. Because if you notice how people are acting nowadays, it's almost like. As of lately, right? As of, and I've noticed this, and I didn't know what if it was me or if it was what it was, right? We all get depressed sometimes, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we all get sad in the in the hustle and bustle. So it's like, fuck, what am I doing? Where am I gonna go? What you know? Why do I? You just you just get why tired with going, with, yeah, yeah, with life, exactly, yeah. <clears throat> for the, for a little while, I, I I've been feeling a bit down, right? Like like the energy's mm-hmm. off, and like for me, like time is slower. Right, it's like this weird vibe that's going on in the world right now, that's just throwing everything off. Because if you see how people act, bro, it's yeah. almost like this cult mentality. Like it's almost literally like like hordes of zombies, quite you know, figuratively, uh, figuratively, and maybe perhaps literally soon enough we will see 
come here uh, two years from now, whoever took the vaccine, uh, we'll see what uh, what's left. <laughs> Later. No, no, so, no. <laughs> but I get you, bro. I get why you did it, and I and, yeah. I, and I and I get it's, you know I get your reasoning. I'll, I'll be uh, honest. Looking at it too, like everybody's everybody's like human body's different, right? Yeah. No so shit. depending on what, yeah, exactly. Depending on what you eat, depending on how you are and like what you've you know suffered from or what are the hereditary, ah, hereditary traits, right. That your family and, and stuff of like, you know, health concerns and whatever, all that stuff kind of like factors into it as well. I just like seen recently, of course, not saying names, not, you know, mentioning anything in particular but like seeing two different cases where somebody who had the vaccine go through you know getting covid and just getting over it like if it was just the flu compared to somebody else who didn't take it and you know now they're in the hospital it's like Hmm. Right. Like it kind of it kind of adds. But there's to plenty that. inverse of those too. Exactly, and that's what I was getting to. It's like then you look at it at the other way around, and you're like, so what's the whole point of this this vaccine? Listen, then? dude. The what what I think <laughs> it is. Yeah. And if the government wants to track you, they're they're already doing it. Okay, bro. We, we got uh, phones. I, I hate phones to break it to you, but yeah. <laughs> actually, I mean, if you want to stop that, go ahead and just insert your phone in your fucking ass, and and you'll make that <laughs> stop. But here, check. Hear me out. The whole yeah, I, what I think yeah. is happening. I don't. I, you know, I I don't know what the fuck's happening. I'm gonna be honest. But <laughs> check this out. Oh, yeah. What yeah, if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. I, what if I don't want to say it, but what if it's part of like revealing the aliens or some shit, dude? I, I, I don't know. They're, but they already revealed it in some way. The government Not came out really. and said, "Hey, you know, they this already said happened. shit that we knew." And Come nobody, on, give me the good yeah, shit. Yeah, nobody. I want nobody the fuck. I want shit. the fucking pictures of the right? interdimensional grays right? going through a fucking portal, and I want I want a gray on on Bro, CNN. Talking <laughs> telepathically to me yeah. through the fucking TV. I want that. I don't want to I, I want that shit, bro. There are unidentified <laughs> objects flying in our airspace. No shit. Yeah. We know that. No shit. I've known that since I was like in the seventh grade. What are you talking about, man? You know want, what I mean? I want an alien to just kind of like, or whatever being it is, to know that like they've already seen enough of the internet or just enough of us in general. To just like flip us off on screen, just like a straight middle finger, just like, and we're like, it understands us, <laughs> it knows who but, we are. But in all seriousness, it, oh, it, yeah. it's it's like a soul, it's a social experiment, is what it is. It, Have it you ever feels, seen? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. What's that? What's that movie? It's actually with the guy from what's his name, Adrian Brody. Uh huh. Yeah. Which one are you talking the about? The and it's based on a true story. The the mm. pri, it's like a prison experiment. Let me see what it is. Where they give authority to, I think it was like the guards, and then uh they they it's like a social experiment to where they go. It's it's the movie is literally called the experiment. So in 2010, and the movie, I'm gonna read the 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 experiment. That is literally the name. Is a 2010 mm. American drama thriller filmed by Paul. Starring Adrian uh, Brody and a bunch of people. And then um, it's an experiment which resembles Philip Zimbardo's Sanford prison experiment. 
And that was some social psychological experiment influenced by the Milgram experiment ah, that attempted to mm. investigate the psychological effects of perceived power. And it was focusing on the struggle between prisoners. And that's what I feel. And that's what a lot of different uh, ancient scriptures talk about, right? They talk about us pretty much being a fucking experiment. In the book of Enoch, when Enoch is, is among the angels and just chilling up in heaven with with the one or God, whatever, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're looking down on earth and going, wow. Like, look at this. This is a fucking who, who? What is this? Oh, this is just, you know, pretty much an experiment for God to see. Hey, and then we fly our angels down sometimes and we fuck them and then we come right back up and then we make like demigod yeah. babies. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's what I feel it is that it's it's. It's some sort of experiment and maybe it goes deeper than that. Right. Maybe it I is think, how, you know, a religious experience, you know, right. Right. Like something, something, especially in terms of experience and, and just like a whole like shift, not just in culture, but in the way of just like, you know, your viewpoints and, and your perspective on things. Right. I think, especially looking at what we were talking about earlier, you know, it's talking about Afghanistan or Colombia or just any of these countries that are going through some type of like political shift or some type of cultural movement where people are just fed up. Right. Like you look at here and of course our problems are completely different than what other countries are, but even in small doses, right. People want to get paid more. People want, you know, to earn more, but the the situation in which they're in doesn't allow them to have that growth, right? Unless you really go out there and you like, you know, start your own business or you try to do something on your own. Like if you're trying to work commercially through something, like it's probably not gonna give you enough to to continue your growth unless you're working like two, three jobs and driving yourself absolutely insane, which a lot of people do. Right. And and other people that just want to make enough money now to say, like, hey, I want to make fifteen dollars an hour now flipping burgers. And then all the doctors and all the people, all the federal people that work, you know, these these more lucrative jobs. Right. That they're like, I have to really put myself out there and put my mental stability on check constantly. Now I'm going to get paid, you know, even if I'm salary or whatever, it's like you know, these people are going to be making just roughly about the same now. Like, where's my increase? Right. Everybody's going to want that. It's so, it's so to me, it's ridiculous. That's like, I just kind of want to say it like everything that comes with economy, especially towards like, let's say here. um, Cause I'll, I'll just relate it to us right here in this state, here in our area. If people want to tell me, well, I can't, you know, afford an apartment just flipping burgers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, then why did you come to the tourist capital of the world where all you know is just going to be like it retails, flipping burgers and all that? Like you got to seek other opportunities. You got to get elsewhere. Right. Unless you work in construction, some type of industrial job or something like you're not going to get what you're looking for working the basic stuff because the basic bare minimum is going to give you just that. Like, well, that's the I, thing, bro. You know? So I'm going to play devil's advocate here mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, everything and anything that we do, uh, for example, money, yeah. uh, currency is 
we give value to that. We give it yeah. value. Yeah. Who to, who in the 1970s they passed a law where it didn't need to be backed by gold. But you know, back then mm-hmm. currency yeah. used to be backed be by, by gold, gold yeah. right? Mm-hmm. After the after that in the 1970s, the Fed could print as much money as they wanted to. Yeah, which and they continue give, to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. We give value so much to these things that if we all again, it's a thought experiment. If we all came together and said, "Hey, what makes the president the president?" What yeah. that a bunch of people collectively agreed on it. Mm-hmm. Right. That uh, that that you believe. Why do they respect him? Oh, because you respect. He's the president of the United States. Well, what do you mean? Who, well, who, who, not only that's that. like telling an extraterrestrial, though, you want to meet the president. Who the fuck's that? Like I'm not gonna I've, know. Uh, just to kind of like throw in a, a little comment with that too. It's like I I've recently got into looking at um certain YouTube videos. I, I like to follow certain people that have like different. Oh, you have a YouTube diploma? Fucking tell oh, me oh hey hey. <laughs> <laughs> so what this guy? There's a guy who just kind of goes through about like uh different videos right and it's different like political youtubers out there that they're like oh why is this president good or why is this president bad etc etc and the one thing that stood out to me about what that guy said was look the at the end of the day whatever you try to say about a certain president it's not just it's not just about the one guy you're talking about the administration, you're talking about Congress, you're talking about the, you know, the Senate, everything all together, collectively together, the government working itself out that just so happened to do certain decisions, pass certain laws, and who just happened to be the person in power of that, so and so, right? Yeah. So it's like it's not just a one man show, and a lot of people get that perspective skewed because of course, the media will just say whatever they're going to say. You know, it's, it's that whole cult uh, mentality and and the whole like you're with me or against me type of thing that yeah. they've been spewing. Well, now it's for the forever. vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Yeah, right. So it's I don't like, know, dude, but you do know that that Hitler claimed the Jews had a certain disease in order to make them all go into the trains. Right? That's how they fucking yeah. Like that's that the, that's the that's the thing. Like like people will start getting into these extreme approaches when it comes to this because now they're gonna say and and one of the things that I I kind of related to is just and even even not going to like the whole like hitler similarities or any of that i'm just like even like the bare bones kids in school right <clears throat> if if like you and i both know and i'm not sure how I, like everybody else knows you're not really required to say that you got vaccinated or not at your make you sign some papers right no not really you it i don't think it's really Either there's some type of legality towards it or it's something. HIPAA. Yeah, HIPAA. Yes, there we go. HIPAA. So there was someone that I know that told me that one of their teachers at their kid's school had got COVID. And now they were pretty worried because they're like, well, is everybody else vaccinated? Like, how are they operating this? And my instant thought is, well, they're not going to tell you. Like, why would they tell you? They're not Luckily going to for tell you, you, I identify <laughs> as fully vaccinated. So... <laughs> We're we're a okay. We're a okay. I identify so, as a. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, so, but so, it's it's fucked yeah, up, bro. It, it's it's pretty wild because even so, like if I had a kid, right, and this is just me talking, like I don't have a kid, I don't know what that feels like, right? <laughs> like if if I'm, they're gonna tell me you have to send your kid to school. 
I'm just going to say, fuck that. I'll do homeschool, virtual school. I don't care what it you is. You have the option. Because you yeah. think you have the option. Not only that, it's like you think I'm going to trust some snot-nosed brat who doesn't have, you know, doesn't know a shit about like hygiene or anything that he's going to maintain a clean <laughs> fucking behavior about himself. Yeah. Fuck no, dude. Like, dude, you and I, we, we grew up, you know, we knew each other since middle school. We like, we were growing up and seeing that bro. Kids can be disgusting. Teenagers are fucking gross. People are gross. And you know, that shit's not going to be pristine. Like, Oh yeah. Like yeah, look no. how clean everything. No, yeah. that's not going to happen. So I don't blame people for getting angry at that. You know, I don't blame people for being like, oh, well, why are they doing this then? And it's like, well, shit, just keep them home. Keep yeah, them home. it's like DeSant- <laughs> everybody's mad at DeSantis, right, for not enforcing the mask mandate. Guess yeah. what? You're, you're fucking kids and you can wear a mask if you want. And no, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's yeah. like, but what happens is they've made it to where I'm, it, it's like, I'm, I'm better than you because I got my vaccine. I think also, I'm not saying everybody, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, the, majority. Yeah. the shit that I read on the internet, especially it seems like everybody's like, I was on Reddit the other night and it was like, some yeah. guy was like, I fucking hate unvaccinated people. I hate them with all my heart. Like, like people are legitimately hating and having this, this, this feeling and these well, feelings towards people I've, who aren't back. It's like, Pride yeah. and Pred- what is that? Pride yeah. and Predigist? No, like, like it's it's just it's it's that whole like you're with me or against me mentality too. I think the problem was when they started opening things back up and letting people back into certain public events. And you stuff can now like wear that. your mask in the next week. Hey, yeah, uh, put your fucking mask put back. Your fucking- <laughs> yeah, so so that's where my problem. But doesn't that with, show you, know? you right there, bro, that the government doesn't know what the fuck's happening? Everybody well, that's says what trust I'm the, the science, but what well, the what science isn't where it stands. And, and even with DeSantis, whether you're with him or not, right? Like, or whoever's listening, whether you're with him or not, it's like he falls into that same category too because nobody knows what the fuck is happening, right? Disney doesn't really have like capacity towards their parks or anything like that. Whereas before, when shit was like serious and nobody know nobody truly knew what the fuck was going on there was like half capacity barely any capacity fuck everybody we're not doing shit like that's how that's how (laughs) quick it was that's how quick it was we're not letting anybody in and that's disney bro as soon as disney locks up their doors that's when people go oh shit like because there's a more money hungry people than they were shut down for a while too for a minute yeah yeah so fuck those lizards they deserve it (laughs) but uh but the theme parks and all that stuff like this is the way i start to see it right because you know me i like looking into shit and taking like what putting myself in in other people's shoes and and how to see it if i'm a company right and i have my employees and they just so happen they're like take away the political aspect of it take away the 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 you know religious beliefs whatever what have you right right never but (laughs) But then some of them start getting COVID and then they end up becoming some type of liability. Now yeah. you as a company, as the head of your company has to answer for that because now it's, oh, you got COVID. He, that per- my husband got COVID in your facility, right? In your property under your watch. Now you have to pay for that. It's like companies are going to start going like, well, we're going to have to cut down on a bunch of shit, Right industry-wide there's been shortage of so much supplies so much material bro i'll tell you firsthand based off what i work right we've had so much shortages and so many things that have not been produced 
And Disney is trying to just work overhaul on so many things. Hey, we're doing this again. We're touching up on paint here. We're doing this. We're doing that. And it's like they're trying to set all these projects and trying to remodel and do all these things. But the material's not there for it. But Disney doesn't care because they'll just throw money around like it's nothing because they have so much money to spend. But like even like for what I got recently, like I mentioned to you like earlier before the episode, I got another guitar. There were certain things I wasn't able to get for a while. And yeah. a guitar that I wanted for a while was one of them. Like they weren't being produced. Things were just on short supply. There's a perfect video that showcases why that has been happening because I saw it on um forgot the name of the page but basically what they were saying is because of the shortages and what companies have been doing on the west side of the country on like california there's like two entry points like two docks like main docks where they get a bunch of like uh imports and you know stuff like that and the and the import export and all the trading and all the shit that happens through it they're operating on like half of their staff and we're talking about well, an dude, so facility, bro. Here, and here's things are not thing. going through quickly, you know. It, it's it's what I tell people. Uh, plywood has gone up in 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 a crazy amount, like two hundred and eighty percent or three hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Crazy shit, yeah. right? Yep. Trees aren't growing any slower. You can mm-hmm. still get wood. You can still get the chemicals to make paint, right? You can still yeah. get all these things. It's just like you said, the labor is short. There's not enough people to make the wood fast enough. Yeah. Therefore supply and demand it goes up but it's like an artificial demand it's an artificial mm-hmm. demand or uh uh like supply crunch because it's yeah. not that there's no trees to cut to make the plywood it's, or the not, machine. Enough people it's getting, just not enough moving people moving the stuff around yeah and so people are like, oh well it's inflation's transitory it's like no it's here to it's here to stay because they're fucking yeah. paying what was it the, yesterday or this morning i think uh uh five million jobless claims Mm-hmm. Uh, again you know what it is five million people aren't <laughs> yeah. working five yeah. fucking million they're getting yeah. they're getting paid 16 dollars an hour to mm-hmm. stay their ass at home while you're waking up every morning and going into work and working your ass off and exposing yourself right potentially yep. while they sit at home and you know it's okay to milk the system but at the end of the day you know we were in afghanistan for 20 years for 20 years our taxpayer money was funding this for what Yesterday was gotta, it was it was is is done all that yeah. all that money for what because again it's and I, and people don't like oh, oh it's a conspiracy it's the fucking elites whether they're reptiles or not mm-hmm. they're the ones playing this game and they all launder money with each other and how are you gonna tell me a public servant that makes two hundred thousand dollars a year two hundred forty thousand dollars a year how the fuck. They have a net worth of fifty million and have X amount of properties and X amount of money from a from a public servant job. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How do you go from being president making four hundred thousand dollars a year to then boom over a hundred million dollars? Oh, because of all their connections and all the other lobbying that they do for all the it's other companies all out there, bro. Fu- it's all it's a all game, corrupted, bro. Yeah, it's all corrupted. It's all a game. It's a program. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've been seeing like it's I, I've seen a few videos already of it of like glitches in the matrix. And it's like people who aren't acting the way they should because they say there's a conspiracy theory that says that some people are NPCs and some, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're some other others are like players and we're just. Yeah, they're the main and, characters. Yeah. And others are NPCs and stuff. You're yeah, not. Like, it's like a, I saw one this morning. Yeah. It was like a cop, like just like. He was just, and the guy's like, am I, he's like, am I doing anything wrong, officer? And the guy's just like, 
He just looking at him. It's like he was rebooting in the cloud or some shit. I don't fucking know. Oh, Lord. See, the thing that's interesting with Afghanistan also, it's just like you said, for 20 years, right? All the stuff years, that bro. Even more guess than what? that. Hey, dude, I'm going to say it. Since like 90s and I was like late 80s. I'm going to well. say it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Trump's fault or Biden's fault. You know who the fuck got us into Afghanistan? <laughs> it was Bush, you fucking idiots. <laughs> And here you are trying to blame Trump or Biden. I, I, dude, I saw some people already throw in the, the Trump thing there. And it's like, to me, it, what people fail to realize is that they keep connecting shit to recent because it's like that's all they know is the recent. And they don't know the history. They don't know the things that have happened before. Right. Um, why did we go to Afghanistan? Right. And in, in like 2001, what was like the big like uproar about it was 9-11. Mm-hmm. And everyone at that time whatever you know whatever of what we know now it's like back then it's like the the way that your sights were were just boom we need revenge we got to kick some ass they're not getting away with this and the way that the narrative was spun was hey it's over here it's over here afghanistan yeah we're going there hey how about iraq it's pretty fucked up what they're doing over there right and it's like wait what what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like slowly but surely everything kept happening and then people like as time went on right over the last 10 15 years it's like okay something's not right here something's not right and with the flow of information and everything that has come up bro every it feels like now every day something happens and immediately you just you know about it you know what i mean like yeah. that's just how crazy things have gotten now um it's it's uh, one of the things i wanted to add with like especially with like medicine as well right i was listening to a podcast i listened to they're not political or nothing they were just talking and they just so happened to start talking about the vaccines and everything and one of the guys said you know it's really odd how you know i got a surgery let's say like seven eight years ago for his leg right left him a pretty gnarly scar after he got it you know everything came out fine he got operated on the leg Come to find out, like a coworker, somebody he knew, like ended up getting some type of like surgery done as well. And you don't even see anything, like like just a little line. It's like what the surgery was now. And it's like pretty much how things keep innovating and how it keeps upgrading is is such a rapid rate, which is why I feel like some people just are completely unsure or have that that negative feeling towards or that attitude towards the vaccines and towards medicine in general because it's like dude technology keeps evolving fucking medicine keeps going all over the place we still don't know what the fuck is going on around the world because just everything is at an uproar everything that happened ever since 2020 has just halted the world right everything has stopped and in most ways the thing that i see is just like you said you think it's like a you see this as like an experience as like some type of experiment right something going on and i feel a lot of people and i know you might feel a different way about it but i feel like a lot of people are not only just waking up to just certain things happening here because i've seen so many interesting discussions so many cool like things out there where people are just like Hey, this is not a way to live a life. You know what I mean? This is not a way oh, yeah, that I we should be. You know what I'm saying? Like this, no. this shouldn't be what what you know we should be doing all the time. But here's the thing, bro. You're talking about mm-hmm. trusting the science and trusting the powers that be. 
Not always. The, the not pro- always. That, that's like, the that's, thing. That's what I'm saying. Like that, it's crazy how the innovation happens, but at the same time, how does that get weaponized? Right? How the, does that the get trust? Doesn't go up everybody. with the innovation. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's like inverse. Exactly. But the yep. problem, the reason it's inverse, is because the government has fucked people before in the past. History always, doesn't repeat, always, but it man. often rhymes, right? Yeah. And that's what people are scared of. That maybe perhaps they're using this to weaponize it or whatever because the powers that be that's just the way it is i mean if it's an occultic practice or whatever it is that's just the way it's been and unfortunately the 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 poor and the lower class always get the short end of the stick yeah and i firmly do believe that there is this 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 cabal of elites that run everything and they fund it and they cause uh, it's got a, it's got a name something dialectic i forget it's like mm-hmm. a problem solution uh and then it starts you know like that that cycle you know what i'm talking about it's like they okay. present a problem yeah. then they present yeah. a solution then they solve it and then it just it just because it's always like it's something right if it's not one thing it's the other if it's not who's going to be president it's who, what the fuck the president was tweeting or yeah. it's like right now it's all about what has it been lately? Obviously COVID and that the elections were stolen, right? That, that's yeah. all it's been. That's all, you know, yeah. going back and forth. Like, and if this not, shit is happening. It's like, hey, let's find some dirt on somebody for some shit they did. Yeah, like, it, it, it's all again. It's all like this game, like this TV show. It's like the Truman Show, bro. Honestly. Yeah, I love the Truman Show. And it's scary how like accurate that shit is because it's like, true. How, can you imagine how trippy that would be? Like, what the, <laughs> what the <laughs> fucking camera? Where'd that light come yeah, from? But yeah, again, exactly. Who's to know if it's not really like that? What if? Mm-hmm. Who's to know if if you're gonna fucking wake up and what's the what's the uh, the the Morpheus uh, actor? Oh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne just wakes like he's like there can waiting. You, do, can you imagine like he Kidding. wakes you up and it's like, hey, come come with me? And it, how crazy that would be, dude! And you're just like, welcome. You're like, yeah, like welcome. Fuck? It's like. He's like, wait. So none of this is real. What is real, right? And he fucking breaks it down. He's a, he does the part with the with, with the martial arts training. He's like, hit me as hard as you can. <laughs> like, you're like, what the fuck? I know kung fu. <laughs> I know kung fu. Yeah. So again, it's yeah. it's. I I honestly think it's some sort of experiment where we're just. I, I find living. it so interesting too. Like, it's such a. I think maybe because with us we've been, we were part of a different generation at least born in the, into a decade where you know well I'm I'm I was born in 93 you were what 94 yeah 94 or, yeah 94 it's like our generation at least in the sense of like the group that that we were born with right we experienced like the tail end of what it meant to be like having the the technology and it's bare bones material, right? And into like the, the beginning stages of like cell phones and, and smartphones and everything. And having it evolve to where it is now. When phones had keyboards. Yes, exactly. Right. Or like different things where you just don't, you, you just kind of take that shit for granted because you just look at it now and you just go, damn, we had a lot of different things than what kids are, are born with now. Yeah. Right. And it's crazy because like, I could just imagine what a kid's like definition of fun would probably be, right? Like for with us, it's like fuck, dude. Like you, you were there. All we did was ride bikes, 
stand in front of play a Halo fucking 2. electric play Halo 2, stand in front of an electrical box and just talk about crap all day. You know, maybe, maybe that's the cure to COVID. If all the people that got the radiation from those boxes, <laughs> it's paying right? off right now. It's paying off right now. But but like my my point is it's like there's such a it's so what I was saying earlier, it's like that whole cultural thing where it's like each generation goes through it right like yeah. 1960s right what well, was like the the summer of love and like the the peace and out black not hating black like, people not hate yeah the the, the, the civil Don't rights movement. fucking racist <laughs> civil rights movement we're going to vietnam and all this cultural shift that was like no fuck that right it led to the 70s and in the 70s there was like more of a change in media with the movies and everything was more like grimy and just fucking out there and then you had movies like taxi driver you had movies that just they were relentless right with what they put out there in the 80s everybody just went fucking ham and just fuck it that's a line of coke i'm gonna do five fuck it you know and everybody <laughs> just went crazy with it and the, the and music as well bro like the experimentation going on in the eighties and like all these people that came before us to do what they did, right. That they just had that third eye open or of any kind, right. Like they just had that moment of just realizing, fuck, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to enjoy doing that. It's like, how do you define the last 10 or 20 years of that? Right. What defines that? What defines that, that generation, what defines our generation where it's like, for for me, obviously for us, like we we weren't around to experience like throughout the nineties, fucking Kurt Cobain and, and Nirvana yeah. and that that whole age of rebellion that led to like movies like The Matrix and stuff like that, Fight Club and that anti-authority because everybody got tired of that shit. Everybody hated that already. They were like, no, fuck that. I won't do what you tell me, right? That type of attitude. Speaking of Fight Club, bro, that that movie's a mind fuck, dude. Like (laughs) even watching, even re-watching it and knowing how it ends. How it ends? Yeah. What? What? Like you still can't believe that that's like what happened, you know? Yeah, but even in that movie, you see the messages that it's putting out. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's working that fucking nine to five. Yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. Oh, all i think Fuck about is up. what am i buying am i buying starbucks am i buying the living room couch am i living this am i doing am i living my life by a and then catalog you got fucking right? jeff bezos just <laughs> 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 that stupid fucking laugh that he does uh, lex luther no. <laughs> and it's it's crazy because like look as, shit much up, as, as much as like uh as much as like you say right like things are like a simulation things like that but there's always been those breadcrumbs of things out there, even in media, even in things that we don't trust now. Symbols are the know? language to the soul. I've always yeah. said that there's a reason why they put all this shit into movies. How you're saying you're 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 hitting it right on the head. But again, it's mm-hmm. this this occult practice of of of. Did you know that Plato, yeah. Plato and Plato's The Republic. And again, a lot of things that were inspired by Plato, even the Matrix, got to do with Plato's the the, the allegory of the cave. So yeah. Plato in the Plato's Republic, he talked about banning certain arts and musical uh, uh, musical notes, and he yeah. wanted to limit music because he knew the effect that the arts had on people. He knew the effect that music speaks to pe- frequency, speak to people on a, on different levels, yeah. and even the arts. He said that. Uh, by people seeing plays and, and whatnot, that they would get inspired, and it's almost like you know, inspired to revolt against the government or or, or do whatever. Yeah. And 
again, this is crazy that the guy in the year 300 something was talking about this sort of stuff. And right. it's the <laughs> same shit that we're Well, everybody today. else was just playing with sticks, staring yeah. at a fucking wall. This guy's like, what the hell is our purpose right here, dude? Right? Like, what What are we doing? Right? Let's see Jeff, let's see Jeff Bezos laugh here. Oh, God. What the fuck? <laughs> bro that's that rich people laugh man nobody believes me when i say it. i'm like bro rich people just have this distorted way in their behavior and the ways that they laugh the way that they talk all that shit you because gotta, they you gotta be a fucking weirdo when you're the, you like, gotta the be because it's like look, look at elon look, musk yeah dude it's like dude those people look at you and they just say like you're you're beneath me Right, it's like I'm yeah. a, I'm a royalty. I'm this. I'm that. It's like motherfucker, you're made of you're made of meat and bone, just like I am. But that's what I was like, telling you earlier, you bro. Know? What gives those people value? Oh, because they have a they have more pieces of paper than you do. Yeah, they made more money than you did. That's how and people then, put it out there. You know what I mean? They like accept what? that message. They accept that that uh that rule, right? That it's like, oh, that's rule. Jeff. He's the richest man in the world. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, and gonna go, gonna go back. He's to got work, all bro. these cars. He's got all that. It's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, like this fucking uh, 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 narrative that, like, I, I made. A, I did an episode with my buddy, yeah, Tony from the Third Dimension, and I named it the American Illusion. And mm-hmm. then the on the on the cover, I put you know homeless person with the arrow where it says White House over here because at the end of the day, bro, it's just like it, it's fucked up, but. What do they say? One man's treasure is, is another man's is another. Oh, one man's, man's trash is another man's treasure. But there's like another there's another saying with like misery or whatever. Like one man's da da da. Is there? Okay, I I, I know what you're talking about. You I know just, what I mean though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like one person's good fortune is another's misfortune or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And if nobody's made that quote, then there I I, I did. And, so. and it's bro, it's it comes down. I always believe. To people that make it to that elite status and whatever, it's just such dumb luck, bro. It's such dumb luck too because it's like you got. No, it's, I don't think it's luck, bro. I think it's. You don't I think, think so? it's, I think it's. I I firmly believe that I think it's something that you can control as long because, dude. I've you know the law of attraction. Um, that's why I talk about that we live in a simulation because mm-hmm. it's been proven that the mind. By you looking at things, it has a different reaction by when you don't look at it. Look up the double slit experiment. Atoms mm-hmm. act differently when they're being observed, almost as if they know that they're being observed, and they change in the in the way that they behave. By you, you just it's the observer effect. So right now, who's to know if when you're not looking, what there's actually really going on? You know what I mean? Right. Behind the scenes, right. whether it be some metaphysical aspect or not, and that's why I feel like. A lot of the things of back then, the reason that they were so exaggerated and, and, and you know, just different. And I'm talking about like ancient scriptures and, and the arts and whatever it is, is because it was a different time because I feel people were m- that much more in tune with their their oneness, right? Their, their self. And uh, even maybe, to that point, yeah. like what, what's difficult about believing things so far in the past is that you know the victors are the ones who write the, the history his story yeah that's what it's his story it. yeah so it's so, like it's it's so it's so it's interesting right because it's like you said it's a, it's one of those things that you could believe that but it's it's also one of those things that you look at and you go well how much of it is true and how much is not right because that's the that's the the beauty of it right people talk about oh what happened in world war 1 world war 2 it's like 
not everything's going to get spelled out for you because it's going to follow a narrative and it's going to be whatever the victors say it was right yeah. same as with the the you know ancient societies and like the mayans or, or even like aztecs or anything else whatever we found and whatever these people thought would happen that's it right we don't know what exactly happened yeah. like down to the nitty-gritty detail. but it's funny you're you saying know? it because back then and and that's the thing right maybe it was his his story his story back then when they fucking wrote on on rocks yeah they they didn't just put any random shit on rocks no it had to be important and it had to be straight mm-hmm. to the point because back then writing on rocks was hard and it was expensive right so <laughs> yeah. so maybe perhaps they did leave some things out of the story imagine like it's like I, i'm pretty sure i've seen this in, in a movie sometimes it's like uh okay so how does the story start well i, I burst through the door no no no. i want it more epic i ran through the door and i made a grand entrance no 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 i want it fluffed up a little, a little bit yeah, more, a little you know, more I, yeah you know a little bit more so he floated from the skies from yeah his mighty just, wrath came through the, the door while, all the while the guy's just knocking away the rock boner like- right his nipples were really hard so that's the thing dude <laughs> yeah, i, I yeah. who knows if it's this yeah. narrative fallacy where people needed to embellish things and but I just know it's a fucked up system and a, and a fucked up world that we live because how 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 what pisses me off about people is for the longest time and this is all over the world they call the U.S. the police of the of the world right like oh they need to get they get involved where they're not supposed to be and then some shit like how it's happening in Afghanistan it's like why aren't the Americans helping it's like what. Well, you just you wanted them out of there. You, you wanted them out of there. <laughs> yeah. You fucking complain about us being there and then you don't, then we're not there. Some shit pops out and then you're complaining that we're not. It's like damned if you, well, how we always talked about damned if you damned do, you do damned, if you damned if you fucking don't. It's like you got to think about the children and this and that. It's like you realize what they're doing to women and little girls over there bro because those videos you saw the videos that came out of that right with the plane and all that stuff and you realize how how, like there's not many women there or many girls there you realize what they do to them in that culture and in that those beliefs like it's so it's so different and that makes me wonder like i wonder if people would still feel the same way about it because it's interesting right now that we bring this up uh, my dad, he loves watching all this type of like weird shit when he watches TV. And there's this channel and it's weird because it's in Spanish, but they get all these people that come from all walks of life. Right. And you got people that there's a guy who studies like Buddhism, right? Somebody who's involved with the Jewish community, somebody that's involved you know, with the Arabs, Islam, everything, bro, all these fucking people. And they sit them in the round table and all they do is they just talk about their beliefs and they talk about like, hey, you know, whether it's debates or not, it's just a discussion. And I find that so interesting because when I've talked to certain people, you know, like especially in terms of like religion, just in beliefs and stuff like that, I always go like, why is it that people just when they're involved in their religion or in their beliefs in general, like even if it's religious or not, it's like they got to talk to you as if you're wrong for living the life that you're living but it's like dude you don't know a single thing about me (laughs) and how do you just label that on a person right off the bat right like it's really it's it's one of those things i'll just never understand about people in general because it's like you said they're looking like oh you you know they're you're beneath me yeah it's a cult mentality and to me it's like you know if i was put on earth right 
my belief is with my personal relationship with God or whatever is out there, I would want to believe that whoever's the higher being would would have wanted me to have learned <laughs> and honestly <laughs> learn as much as possible from all these different oh, cultures shit. and all these different things. Because what do we win with just fucking saying, oh, fuck these people, fuck that, whatever. But we got to be inclusive. What the fuck is message? Yeah. What, what type of message are we putting out there, bro? You know? Yeah. It's like okay for the love things thy that neighbor, I believe, but fucking kill all the boys. I want all <laughs> the boys gone. It's like it's like like the for for that type of belief system, right? That I have that I look at things the way that I do. It honestly, like, it astonishes me how someone from a different upbringing will look at things, and the way that they look at right and wrong will be completely different than mine. But I can understand where they're coming from, obviously, because it's a different upbringing. It's not the same. So when you look at this country and you see the melting pot of what it is with all these cultures and all these people, it's like, how do you expect it to balance out? It's really not because everybody's going to be on a different page. It's, that's just how it is, right? We talk about, oh, we got to fix the economy. No, well, we got to fix stuff with immigration. No, no, yeah, well, we got to fix stuff with civil rights first because, you know, we're still hurting from that. Yeah, well, we still got to deal with the Native Americans because we kind of fucked them over since the beginning. Yeah, well, what about the vets? What about the vets, right? Yeah, well, what about disabled people or special needs kids? Yeah, well, what about autism and everything? It's like, bro, it just never ends because there's so many things to attend to. And unfortunately, this government doesn't doesn't focus on that, right? This country just does a better job at dividing everyone, right? Like you go to school cafeteria. It's like you go to a school cafeteria and all the kids have their own groups. That's what this country is. This country's been that way for a long ass time. And it's like I said, it's interesting now because a lot of people are kind of realizing not only here, but in many other parts in the world people are coming to their senses and going like, you know what? We're not going to stand for this anymore. Whether we agree with it or not, the changes are coming. And that's what's, you know, pretty crazy about it. It's kind of scary, but it's, you know, that's just how it's been. Yeah, man. But I mean, how We've much power, like how much power do we give to the powers that be? Because very rarely when a government, when a, when a, when a government takes or some authority takes, some sort of power very very rarely do they give it right back up you oh know no I mean? yeah exactly yeah and that's so. that's the that's the shitty part is that this system has been ha- this system has existed for such a long time even before this country was it, you know was made like it's happened for such a long time and of course we're never going to know all of it it's just we know bits and pieces here and there and what follows is going to be you know who knows what's gonna follow man that's that's what it's really that's what makes me nervous all the time right because like even remembering the time of like 9-11 and all that stuff that happened right like as a kid you don't understand it completely but you go something feels different because even looking back at it now bro ever since that happened like like my way like of course i didn't live a full life at that point because i was only like eight or nine but like I remember just like how different shit started becoming. Like we used to travel all the time. Yeah. We did this, we did that. But then there were security checks, you know, they passed the, the what was it, the Patriot Act, was it that it was called with homeland security and all that stuff. So a lot of things were like, okay, uh, you know, we gotta check your shoes, we gotta check this, we gotta check that. If you give us a reason that we should look into your house, we're going to take it. 
because yeah. of the name of terrorism. And it's like all these things started building up, and all you hear is these fear stories. It's another fear story here. The news are like, oh yeah, you gotta you know be careful out there. There's like another robbery, another this, another bombing, another that. And then you're like, fuck, why I'm not gonna go anywhere. Fuck that. You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna talk to my neighbor, I don't want to talk to anybody. And it just started dividing more and more. Whereas, like, before, like, even living up north, like, there was such a sense of community and everything else. And it's, like, down here, it's not really the same. Like, you can experience that here or there, but it's not the same because everything's spread out. Everything's more like, hey, you do you, I do me. That's it, right? <laughs> like, that's just how it feels now. And I feel like with each, like, couple years or so, it's, like, another shift in that direction where it's, like, we're just ending more divided than we have been united you know and it's not even just saying it as like a patriotic way it's just as a people you would think hey we should come together and work these things out instead of just like no i'm not gonna listen to you because you think this is more important than this it's like motherfucker they're all important but like work with me here you know (laughs) work with me here but nobody wants to get jealous with one another like oh why is he attending to him and not attending to i'm fucking special it's like so so, so to get back in terms of more of like a like like movies right if we want to talk about let's end it let's end it on a good note on a happy note yeah so funny enough because i like making fun of these things with disney in particular they had that black widow movie come out scarlett johansson right all that stuff oh it's gonna be great she ended up suing disney yeah i saw that and it's interesting because even in this whole cultural shift even like what i'm talking about and like consuming media and just all this stuff streaming now has been at an all-time high and now these people that have done their craft mind you i don't really care about them per se it's just more interesting for the people that want to get into that industry and into those you know into that field streaming wise they're going to be paying people a lot less because these things just keep churning out bro there's more tv shows and more bullshit (laughs) out there than anything and it's like scarlett johansson is expecting like a you know 30 million dollar paycheck or some shit to come through the mail oh the box office returns have been in the shitter your movie barely made any money so disney's disney's not gonna you know pay you much but for only 30 dollars, you guys can stream it from home and we get all the rewards so it's like oh how fucked up is that now? That's not part of the contract. Well, you signed the contract back in 2016 and well, you know, it didn't apply for the whole streaming thing. That was a new thing. Oh, well, fuck you. I'm going to sue you now. And that's yeah. how a lot of these actors are going to do this stuff now. And you're going to see a lot of new names and a lot of newer fresh faces because they're going to go this direction of paying people less going for the people that are really hungry for it but at the same time screwing them over it's not just disney it's going to be amazon it's going to be a so many people dude amazon's looking at because you know me i'm a new movie buff i love going into this stuff amazon implemented a policy now that it's it's to be more diversive with their casting choices so it's like 50 percent of the casting crew <laughs> have to be you know a, of no a different way. background i'm not kidding bro you can search this up it's out there it's got to be like about 35 it's like 35 percent or more have to include female characters and what they the have to fuck, be LG- really? i'm not kidding bro Look this up. It's out there. It's there, and it, they're implementing it. Thanks. Scarlett Johansson's so beautiful, bro. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But it's it's getting into this shift where, like, it, and I'll you know give you a best example of this. There was an animated movie that came out, an anime called uh, Demon Slayer that came out with a movie. 
That movie made, take a rough guess how much that movie made in pandemic time, pandemic time, how much that movie made. Demon Slayer on Netflix? No, in the movies, movies, bro. I'm talking about premiered in cinema. No, I don't know. Take a rough guess. Pandemic time. To give uh, you to give you to give you context, that Cruella movie that came out with Emma Stone only made about roughly fifty million, right? Fifty damn. million. Okay, so but, but that Demon Slayer movie, take a rough guess how much that movie made. Is it popular? Maybe like fifty million? It's I don't know. Pop- it's popular, but for people that like anime and stuff, it's really popular right now. Like a hundred million? Five hundred million. God dang! Global <laughs> box office five hundred million. People wanted to come out and say, "Oh, these Disney, this Disney movie didn't do so good because you know the pandemic and nobody wants to go to the movies." Explain five hundred million dollars for Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. Yes, it's one of the newer like animes that have come out as of late, and they came out with a movie. And bro, globally to make that much money and be that socially relevant compared to fucking Cruella, Black Widow, a Marvel movie, for it to not even crack any of those numbers. There's a cultural... And the budget was 15 million. That's crazy, bro. Bro, bro, there is a shift happening. Comic books are not as popular anymore. American TV and media is not as popular anymore. People want an escapism. They want the escapism. They want to escape to another world. Why would you want to watch a movie where then Nicolas Cage... You know, our Lord and Savior, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> turns at the fucking camera and then looks at us and says, women should be treated better. It's like, bro, I know. Like, we know this. Yeah. We know this. Like, don't lecture me. Don't make me feel like a piece of shit. I'm here to watch a movie and I want to see you kick some ass. Yeah, right? I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. So it was He like was when in that he... movie Kick-Ass, wasn't he too, right? Yes, he was in that God movie Kick-Ass. Yeah. Good fucking movie. Such a great actor. <laughs> but that's my point. It's like there's that shift happening where now, bro, anime the, the manga sales for all the books and shit for anime skyrocketing, bro. Skyrocketing, beating DC and Marvel in those comic book uh, sales. So it's the future is Japanese. Bro. Is that what you're trying to say? Pretty much, bro. We're going, <laughs> we're fucking going there, bro. Fucking yeah. ghost in the shell type of shit. It's like that, that's but that's what I mean. It's interesting because it's like I said, there's that there's that thing where people are just getting tired of the shit that they're being fed and they want an alternative. And now they're like Hollywood's gonna see this shit and go, Well, I guess we gotta fucking do all this Japanese shit now, and then they're gonna try their best and they're just gonna fail because that's just not how it is, bro. People just want an escape from their regular life. They don't want to hear any more about COVID. They don't yeah. want to hear about anything about any of this shit. They just want to have a good time. And if they're going to seek alternatives. So we'll end it on that note and just, yeah. just wait for it and check out once it does come out, the COVID hentai strain that's going to be coming out <laughs> soon. <laughs> The next time we get on, I swear, this is going to be something with Kanye and fucking... No, next time we get on, it's going to be like 50% of the vaccinated people fucking developed into zombies and they're eating... the other yeah yeah there's gonna be some crazy shit so <laughs> i had a lot of fun with this one you want to yeah, plug bro. in your info again so yeah absolutely you know. at daniel rockstar search me up instagram facebook wherever else youtube uh, the, the twitch.tv slash daniel rockstar i stream from uh about tuesdays and thursdays sometimes gonna kind of clean up that schedule but we'll get there so 
Thank you awesome. for having me on, bro. Yeah, we'll we'll look to have you back on again and at the next and, uh, historical event. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming on, bro. You got it, bro. Anytime. Our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.